Hello. Hi. Coming to you through the electrical impulses of the internet, it's F That Noise. Featuring Mike Burdick, Keith Reeves, Jamie Klein, Pete Melia, and Steve Taylor. It's episode 22 of F That Noise. It is the coronavirus getting to us all so we decided to have yet another coronavirus topic uh weird (coughs) abnormal coronavirus purchases you may have made and welcome to the program folks my name is keith grieve i am here with if you're watching on our facebook live we have moved the stream back to facebook live because i'm tired of dealing with youtube's crap uh so if you're watching this if you're listening to this and wondering hey is there a live stream that goes along with it yes we will now be live streaming on our facebook page uh, and once I figure out how to properly embed this damn thing, because it's not working on the website again tonight, uh, it will be available at fthatnoisepod.com. Every time I think I feel I have it under control, I realize I am a techno idiot. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's for another day. So if Whoa. you're watching the stream <laughs> from the uh, upper left corner, I'm here with Steven Taylor. Hey! Jamie Klein. Make our own porno with this fucking thing. Pete Melia. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's up? Right off the bat. And Mike Burdick there in the lower left. Wax corner. on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> hotch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you are new, oh uh, if you are unaware, we start this program, like every program, with a drive of the week. If you're not sure what a drive is, it is a line from a movie or a TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And as always, this segment belongs to Mr. James Klein. All right, ladies and gents, uh, we have here uh, one of my all-time favorite horror films of all time, the 1982 Toby Hooper classic Poltergeist. Starring Joe Beth Williams and the great Craig T. Nelson, also known as Coach. So, in this scene, we have a very good drive at the climax of the film. I'm, I'm sure everyone has seen this movie. If you haven't, climax. you know, you, oh, Craig, um, make sure you see the original 82. Don't watch the Sam Rockwell uh, uh, remake, okay, because that's for dummies. But see the original 1982 uh, classic at the very end of the film. Craig T. Nelson is realizing why the house is being possessed with all these ghosts and shit. And uh, here's some little Craig right here. You son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Only moved the headstones! You only move the headstones, Jamie. You only move the headstones. He wants to know why, you know? Why'd you do that? That's great. <laughs> oh, God. So the look at his eyes. He's got like these Marty Feldman eyes going. <laughs> you can find that clip on YouTube, folks. Just look for Poltergeist Headstone, and you can see the bug eyes of uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, James Karen. James the late Karen. James Karen. 
God mm. rest his soul. Hopefully his eyes are not still bugging out under the ground. <laughs> God. So. And that was the Drive of the Week brought to you by Trashman Media. For the latest Blu-ray and DVD reviews, including videos and interviews, check out Trashman Media at TrashmanMedia.com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to check out www.bizarrebiss.com for all the news and no bullshit. Yeah. All right, yeah. moving on to our topic of the week here. Uh, quarantine brings out different sides of all of us. Uh, I feel confident. Don't don't let me speak for you boys, but I feel confident that none of us have killed our respective families as of yet. Um, Not that they have found, no. No, my, my wife wanted to last week, but not no. We're okay right now. Oh, good. Good, <laughs> good, good. good. Uh, so, uh, Pete brought up in the after uh, the after moments, the aftermath, uh, while we were lying there in each other's arms uh, after the show last week about uh, <laughs> trying to uh, in the afterglow uh, about weird shit we may have bought since this whole thing has started. So. Uh, I know, Mike, I saw you posted on Facebook. I posted on Facebook yesterday. Got some interesting um, responses. Uh, found an article on Forbes here. Products with unusually high search volume relative to pre-March and Amazon. So, number one is puzzles for adults. A bidet. Yeah, I saw that a lot. LED, yeah. LED strip lights. Aloe vera gel. Paint by numbers for adults. Jigsaw puzzles, 1,000 pieces for adults. Sidewalk chalk. Yeast for breads. And elastic bands for sewing, which I thought was actually pretty cool. People were trying to figure out how to make their own masks. Is the aloe vera, is that some sort of lubricant? Uh, I think because (laughs) with the excessive hand washing, it dries out the skin. So the lotion. And I'm sure it's got some intimate uses as well. Right. Um, I'm so also another article on BuzzFeed, some of the weird things that they've seen that people have admitted to purchasing uh, a baby bearded dragon, uh, nice. five jars of garlic powder, uh, boxes of jello powder, like so many, a new wet brush. I knew I'd be taking a lot of showers out of sheer boredom. <laughs> Grain alcohol. There was no rubbing alcohol, and I've o- actually always used that to make my own hand sanitizer slash different cleaning solutions. Sure, you have Kitty Dukakis. You know, uh, to go with that, my first, oh, oh. Uh, like the first week of the quarantine, <laughs> I went to the local liquor store, and there was a guy in the line ahead of me who had two three liter bottles of um, coconut rum and then two massive bottles of grain alcohol and i thought the same thing i'm like he's either going to get wasted and beat his family or he is going to be making hand sanitizer yes i'm sorry if you drink grain alcohol or both your family i apologize yeah (laughs) or both yeah um my wife came home with three (laughs) packages of boozy popsicles and we don't even drink uh, Where do you get boozy popsicles? I'd love to get some of those. You can make your own. I don't understand why you would spend money on it, but anyway. Make your own porno. Waste alcohol. Whoa. <laughs> Several packages of Trolls-themed Oreos. 
chapstick. I know there's one in my car and in my bathroom and on my nightstand, but is there one in my kitchen and the living room? Uh, boiled peanuts, $100 worth of grow lights, seeds, boiled? and dirt to what? ensure that my kids and I will have fresh produce in the coming weeks. Yeah, right. Horse shit, you're growing yeah, okay. weed. Yeah. Boiled penis, Mike. He said boiled penis. That's what I thought he said. Boiled well, penis. Yes. You, you hear yes. what you want. Uh, <laughs> Airwick wall fresheners. Uh, 200 vintage Harlequin brand romance books on eBay. That's a lot of pent-up energy, yeah. if you know what I mean. That's, Not that's for long. That's, that's for priming. That's right. Yeah. Tap, priming, tap. priming and rubbing. Tap, tap, tap. And while you're priming it, you put on a wig. That's the next one, right? I bought a pink <laughs> wig and stocked up on skincare masks because why not? I'm bored. Okay. Eight cases of LaCroix. In my defense, they were on sale. Massive amounts of Echo Waffles. Like, none of this was like, there was one I, I posted in the uh, SUNY Cortland alumni page, and one of the answers was that they, they just up and decided to hatch ducklings. So they've got like wow. eight, eight weeks to the figure out. Right? Yeah, they got eight weeks to figure out what the so, hell they're going to do with these ducks once they. Fucking eat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like chicken. I don't know. Mike, what'd you, you find out? If, if you've grown up in, in upstate New York, at one point in your childhood, you probably had a duck egg thrown at you. Um, really? At least I did. You sure about that? Uh, down the by the creek. fuck were you hanging up? Yeah. Who throws <laughs> duck eggs? House. William Seuss used to used to take these these duck eggs and throw them at your head. Mangy, I called it. <laughs> I wouldn't even recognize a duck egg. Were they egg duck egg. eggs? Or were even they even if I got hit eggs. with one, I wouldn't know what the hell that thing was. Yeah. Well, as William's he threw like, it in my head, oh. he said quack, so. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> He's saying, yeah, really? probably, he said quack. <laughs> probably the only thing he knew how to say. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Let's see. Uh, it's a couple, a couple different kind of hand sanitizers kind of caught my eye. One person told me they got organic hemp seed oil hand sanitizer, and then hand sanitizer made by Jack Daniels Company. What? Yeah, they they have a they've been brewing hand sanitizer. Fucking lick my hands after put that shit out. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of the distilleries are doing that now. Is that right? Yeah, there's a couple like local ones that have been doing it. Oh, that's nuts. It's expensive as shit though, but it's you know worth it if you don't have it. Yeah. I would just get a bottle just to have on the desk. I think I don't know. I would never use it. <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe I would drink it. I don't know. Um, a new fridge. Full, fully stocked with meat. Uh, three tubs of hummus, and no one in the family likes hummus. Zoo. And anything else interesting? A lot of shit bought from China. Like, you know, imported from China. I don't know. A lot of yeah. sidewalk talk. I yeah. bought a mask. I didn't realize it, and it was coming from China, and it finally arrived. So as soon as it arrived, we squirted the shit out of Lysol on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, it's coming from China. That's great. Fucking, yeah. uh, the only thing I've heard of is just people buying obscene amounts of alcohol, including my family. Just yeah. booze. Lots of booze. I've been getting Way most of it in booze. Jersey. What's that? I've been getting most of the alcohol in Jersey. I had, oh, you have been. One of my friends said they bought a light therapy lamp because we need sunshine. Uh, a cow picture, which is you got to see the, the the picture on the chat there. It's just fantastic. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh. shaving, you know, shaving about the cows. <laughs> Someone's uh, husband is obsessed with buying adobo <laughs> seasoning. 
Which is oh, just a what? Adobo seasoning. It's like a used for a lot of like Mexican cooking. Oh, um, okay. Uh, That's insanity. <laughs> yeah. no, it's just it's just stupid shit. You know, it's it's random insane shit. Like but you it, go it into the store, to and I'm shocked every time yeah. I go to Wegmans. I'm like, why is literally everything of hand soap is gone? Well, so yeah. everything is such a hive mind now, right? Like, as soon as someone posts something or, or talks about it, oh, there's a shortage of this, right? It's suddenly, right. the entire globe just switches their focus to whatever that thing is. Yeah, and, and, and that's true. Pete, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what's scary because right now they're saying meat is now going to be the shortage. Well, then, so now everyone's going to be loading up on meat. You're not going to be this, because the plants are. Well, I know Tarnas eats that stuff. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> When this thing first hit, though, and I first went to the grocery store, that was what I really noticed. Like that day, like the the meat section was completely um, cleaned out. Right. There was nothing at all. Like we I, couldn't the, find chicken breasts. So it was like impossible to find. Yeah. That chicken that is and, still and, out in a lot of stores. That and candy, like Steve Taylor had been there, it's just like completely cleared out. <laughs> it's completely wiped out. I was fucking there, Mike. Oh. <laughs> Why were you fucking there? Whoa. Because. That's what I like to do to my Hershey bars before I eat them. Ah. Softens them up, makes them go down smoother. <laughs> oh, nice. To each his own, to each his own. I'm not going to judge. Speaking of which, I did have a Hershey bar. Cookies and cream right there. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about it before on this show that, like, people hoard and, and they go nuts and they buy, and then the people that wouldn't hoard go and now they have to buy because they're afraid of not being able to get it when they actually need it. So you end up with the second wave of, of pseudo hoarders, we'll call them, and then right. the third uh, tier, the third wave, is left shit out of luck because the first two waves cleared everything out. And the only thing I saw was on the internet. I don't know if this was real or not. It was from a, a European country where the like packs of toilet paper were like two ninety nine a roll, but if you bought two or more, they were seventy nine dollars each. Yeah, and to keep people from buying like more than one. Right. Zoo. Like, the problem with that, though, is that there's there's some wealthy fucks out there who, uh, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll clean you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like eating a spoonful of Drano. Sure, it'll clean you out, but it'll leave you all hollow inside. No, just oh, keep out. That's, that's right, right. It is. It's a great movie. No, my favorite. You know, that's the thing. Like, I didn't give too much heed to, even though I shit a lot, I didn't really. Get in on the mad rush of toilet paper. You don't so much shit, shit a lot. To as not, you shit not even every after every. To be episode. honest with you, I actually need it more now because we've been trying new recipes. We've been cooking a lot. Food's been great. We've been eating. I probably put on ten pounds during this fucking quarantine, and it's like rich food too. So it's causing me to need the toilet paper more, and I don't have it. <laughs> I use the old method of getting one square, putting a hole in it, using your, put your finger through the hole, wipe your butt, and then wipe your finger off with the toilet paper. Sure, sure. That's the way to get through this (laughs) pandemic, people. You really really hate that idea. (laughs) (laughs) That idea sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Would you care for a chocolate-covered pretzel? Mm, Tasty. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar. Kevin Smith just finished uh, first draft. Oh, too. Yeah, I just like, read about that. Well, his last movie was fucking horrendous. So hopefully, uh. <laughs> yeah, I never <laughs> saw it. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, it was fucking it was horrible. great, man. That, that was, was a great movie. 
I felt I, I wanted to cry because I, I I've loved a lot of his movies and just lately they've been just shit. Oh, I thought it was great. Oh, we have we, <laughs> no Mike. Another yes. another thing. Going back to the uh, topic here. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, the, uh, we thing we Wait a minute. The last time didn't you go on a tangent about Police Academy movies? For if you want to tell us <laughs> order, what I, I, order I, I, freaking uh, Saigon beats <laughs> came under or whatever the hell. Saigon. Police to Vietnam. Oh my God! They're firing us. No, it's just Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, police, you know, police the academy. Return of Spackler or whatever the hell his name is. Jimmy knows Spackler. Spackler. Police Academy Twelve. He knows Spackler. Police Academy Twelve. Assignment: Ho Chi Minh Trail. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, guys, getting back to the topic. <laughs> It should be the name of a porno movie, Spackler. <laughs> Guy shoots everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> like certain things like Reynolds rap and, and Saran rap and stuff is starting to be hard to find now. And I think what's what, what Steve was saying is with like cooking and baking and stuff like that, I think more and more people are doing that. And that's now starting to be becoming hard to find. Hmm. That's well, I know I've been eating so good. I just saw a post today that uh, from Tyson Foods that said that the the food chain is actually breaking. It's starting to break because because all these processing plants are closing because they're like right ninety percent of the people in them are getting the the corona the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. it's it's literally like the worst case scenario for everything. Well, it's like and they're saying they're going to start having to um, just slaughter chickens that they can't process, which is kind of fucked up. Like my my brother in law, he drives a milk truck. And they had no, he doesn't. They, they, no, he does. They've been dumping milk because grocery stores, when they said you could only take like one gallon, they were they had too much milk and they were just dumping truckloads of milk because they had nowhere to bring it. Mother's milk. Wait, yeah. So if he's dumping all this milk and he doesn't drive the truck, how does he possibly know that? I'm totally confused. <laughs> no, he drives trucks <laughs> delivering milk. And he's saying that these farms have such an overabundance that they're having to dump a lot of milk. Oh, wow. Because they have so much. And, the, and like people are not buying it because stores are saying you can only you know one gallon limit. And they're like, stop doing that. Like and, and then like schools with school lunches and breakfasts, they can't. They you know, there's no milk to sell the schools. There's no milk to sell fucking anywhere. Daycares. Daycares. This is a very sad story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just, right? it's gone from bad to worse. How can we, how can we have a for. how can we have a happy coronavirus <laughs> pandemic if we're going to come up with sad stories like this? Well, <laughs> I mean, so on much. the upside, because of that, and because of the fact that if they keep the economy closed for much longer, they ain't going to be able to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, like you know, it's probably going to lift sooner than people probably think. Um, well, our yeah. In Jersey, they're already talking about opening it up again. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tennessee's they, got restaurants open. Yeah, you know, Tennessee, uh, Georgia, Texas. Yeah. Which all is, the see, that's the thing, though. With, with places like New York State and New Jersey and the places got hit hard, I was talking to um, the general manager of the restaurant I work at, and we both agreed, even when people are allowed to go back to restaurants, 
Oh, yeah. You know, the servers are all going to be wearing masks. Like, it would freak me out. I wouldn't want to go sit in a restaurant for an hour. And I just wouldn't feel comfortable. And and there are a lot right. of people, like, you just see people walking around grocery stores with masks on who are freaking out with every little cough somebody has. Imagine sitting in a restaurant for an hour. And if you're a diner, you're not wearing your mask because you got to eat your food. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not like the restaurant industry is, is really going to be fucked. Like it's it's I'm I'm already I'm going back right away. It's, well, yeah. there's a lot of people that will, but I think takeout is going to be the new normal for restaurant industry. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's restaurants be- will have to have takeout now, regardless. Yeah. You know where you're going if oh you're going God. to like a, a steakhouse like Gibson's or something like that in Illinois, which is like super high you know high quality steaks they're I, gonna have to do takeout everything's gonna have to be takeout I, I, i'm amazed at i'm amazed at the number of businesses speaking of that that have actually been able to turn this around and use this yeah for it's instance, like takeout you know i i know it's not helping the wait staff or anything steve but i'm saying like there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that i was amazed that they've been able to keep themselves up because of that yeah. well and that's the thing is a lot of restaurants have been over the last decade have been transitioning into less staff. Like if you go into an Applebee's, there's a, a like a tablet on the table where, we, where you can order food, you can pay your bill, you can do everything. And, and it's mainly just the server bringing you food. Um, a lot of restaurants are getting to that point. And so I think this is going to help that transition. Cause like where everyone's where, where there was that big uh, uh, fight for 15, where everyone in the food service industry wanted $15 an hour. You know, the food service industry was already making that move, and this just helped to push it, and this is even going to help it more. Like, if you go into McDonald's now, they have the um, the computer screens that you do all your ordering and paying from, and there's only one register now. And it's, you know, full-service restaurants, like maybe not the mom and pops, but big corporate chains are going to become more like that, to where you're going to see more computers on the tables. You're going to see less serving staff, less cooking staff everything's going to be computerized and that's that's the future of restaurants like like you said the mom and pops you're not going to see that but those are probably not going to be large restaurants anymore like most mom and pops are probably going to be like 40 seaters which you're looking at what 10 to 12 tables per restaurant the big corporate chains this is going to really change how those places work you're going to see less tables i think the movie industry too i think i think oh yeah is going to be completely different. I think streaming is going to just keep going up and up, and and the movie theaters, if they open again, are in big trouble. Big time. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, like, uh, and the only positive for that, in my opinion, because I, you know, I like going to the movies, but I love drive-ins more. And there is a talk about a resurgence in the drive-in movie theaters. There is. Yep. Which would be amazing to me because I love drive-ins. Like I love uh, drive-ins. I know in the wintertime it's it's not feasible. It's tough to do in the wintertime, yeah. Um, well, but I, there's, mean, uh, I mean, in the Northeast, but not everywhere else. I mean, that's true, yeah. It's tough. It's all year round. Yeah, they just announced uh, one of our drive-ins is opening on May 1st. And they said that they're only limiting. It could fit up 700 cars. It's now limiting to only 300 cars. And you're not allowed to sit outside. You have to sit in your car. Yeah. And only the bathrooms will be open for public. And they're only letting so many people in to use the bathrooms. Um, <coughs> But they're not letting. They're not doing any concession or anything. Are like they going to do like the radio frequency as opposed to like putting the thing yes. on the window? Yeah. Yeah. They, they said you, know, you bring your radio and so forth. The funny thing is, the drive-ins opening. You got to remember, there really is no new movies to be playing. So they said they're going to play the Flintstones and Jurassic Park One. 
nice. Oh, super. Why though? They oh. said they're, they're calling it the prehistoric <laughs> era. Oh, Jurassic Park would be great to see at the drive-in, though. Yeah, yeah it would be great. Honest. That'd be awesome. Yeah. See, and that would be great too, is if they just start showing these double features of old movies. They'd probably yeah. fill up every night. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be a blast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because Such you see, idea. like. It became, Before this all happened, and, and they had the fandom, and and you you know you could see a movie that is has like the twenty fifth anniversary, and it would play like two times a week, and people would come out to see it, see Taxi Driver or The Godfather or whatever it Absolutely. was. Mm-hmm. So that would and be I really. Mean, if you, and if you look at pre this, movie theaters were already in a decline. I mean, the majority of them were doing the stadium seating, which cut the amount of seats in half. Right, and then even those were not filling up. So it's like theaters. I know AMC, especially I just saw an article about them. They were not doing well prior to this. And now they're really not doing well. So this, you know, a lot of people are not talking about how this is going to change so many industries. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they keep saying, oh, let's go back to work. Let's go back to work. And it's like it, it's never going to be the same again. Work's not going to be the same. Yeah, no, it's never, never going to be the same. I, again. I, do you think never or do you think it's just going to be a long time? I don't know about never, but I think it's going to be a long Well, the reason why I think never is because of the fact that a lot of things were changing to digital. Like I was saying with the restaurant, with the movie theaters, with, uh, you know, um, a lot of retail. And I think this is giving it a, a faster push. This is moving. This is moving it along. Maybe a couple of years sooner than, because it was all going to, the restaurant industry, the retail industry, the the film industry. It was all going to a digital, more computerized method. Yeah, and I think this is this is helping that actually advance faster. But here's and so that's where I'm saying it's not going to be the same. Like certain jobs are, but like even Audrey, uh, my wife and I were talking about. Um, Airlines are never going to be the same because you're going to have people that, you know, are going to be a little leery about going on flights. And to go with that, a lot of companies, including the one she works for, are seeing the advantage of people working from home. Mm -hmm. It's it's much more inexpensive. Mm -hmm. The Zoom conferences, you don't have to send people on flights across country to to go to a conference when you can just do a Zoom call. Well, honestly, that was heading there, too. It was, that, that and this is only well. helping that move quicker because because yeah. all the technology is getting advanced incredibly fast during this pandemic. So it's like a lot of industries are going to be changed because of this, and it's going to be changed drastically because of it too. But the movie theater industry, or the movie industry, was doing it to itself with how much it costs to go see a freaking movie now. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. Well, the also only... the movies now are much longer, so you can't get as many showings True. in one day as you used yeah. to be able to. But like every movie now is going to be like two I mean, over two hours. To spend yeah. like three hundred million dollars to make a movie is just fucking insane. But like people, it really is. people, yeah. But that, I mean, that's a trend like everything else. Like that, there's you know that'll change too because the more that people rely on things like Netflix and Amazon to to show movies, mm. and the way they're made is going to change. But like the, these these shows that you know come out, they're such a sensation. I and mean, you could talk about Tiger King, or you could talk about you know movies like you know movie series that you can binge like twelve episodes or something. Right. Some of them made for for nothing or next to nothing. But and indus- they're, they're what everybody's watching. Industry, the the old guards of industries don't change unless they absolutely have to. I mean, you look at you know the infamous story about Blockbuster who uh, passed on the opportunity to buy Netflix, but even more than yeah. that, when Netflix was just a disc in the mail service, yep. 
the the CEO of Blockbuster went to the board and said, "Hey, we have to rethink our business here," and the board wouldn't let him go to yeah. a subscription based service because they made uh, something like eighteen percent of their revenue on late fees. So because they wow, were that they were yeah. so <laughs> entrenched with protecting their old business models that they didn't see what was happening, and it left them behind in the dust. And now there's no blockbusters except for that one in Portland or wherever, uh, and Netflix has taken over. Yeah, I think I think movies in in general is a topic that 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 that's always going to change. Like there's you can definitely point to to certain eras where it was one way and and then it switched. If you talk about the way in all the all the big studios uh formed in hollywood because they were kicked out of ithaca new york then you had uh all the big bosses got old of the studios and then that's where you got your independent film started and the musical stopped being made in like 68 all the way to 80 then george lucas and spielberg started with the big blockbusters and that changed everything mm-hmm. so like everything has always kind of changed in that industry industry it's never been solid or or secure so that's mm-hmm. kind of the good thing about that mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Like uh, a year from now, I'm very curious to see what everything's going to be like. Yeah. You know, it's gonna, I'm it's curious. Gonna be a definitely have a different job. world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> but now, like everyone's home theater capabilities have gotten a lot more affordable. The big screen TVs are are dirt cheap. You can have a better movie watching experience in your living room. Than you than going to the theater like back at like back in the old days the movie theater was you couldn't see it anywhere else you couldn't get that experience anywhere else so you were willing to get up and go now you've got better quality video up close in your face with similar quality movie theater surround sound video uh, uh, audio and you can have an almost better experience without having to leave the comfort of your couch and free drinks yeah so maybe but yeah. No, especially if, like, I was watching um, uh, Captain America movie the other night on 4K. It's a 4K DVD or Blu-ray. I mean, and just the the picture was amazing. And then I had the my headphones uh, plugged into my Xbox remote so I could have the volume turned up, and the sound was incredible. Right. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, you know, this I saw it in the theaters, but it didn't even compare to what I was, you know, witnessing right sitting on my couch. And I can scratch my balls without worrying about somebody seeing. Yeah. Can always do that. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. Though. I, it's probably nostalgia, but I I do have a, spe- a special place in my heart for going to the movies. Um, you know, just my whole life. I I mean, I recognize that we can't do it that anymore, and I recognize that it's too expensive. But I do like the idea of sitting in a dark theater and enjoying a movie. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I'm, it's a shame. Yeah. No, it definitely is. That's the niche, but I, I like like for me like to, to 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 go to the movie with just my wife. You're looking at forty to fifty dollars just to just to enjoy the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm curious how um, the what's the one that just came out the Trolls movie that was supposed mm-hmm. to be in theaters, but it came oh, that, out that did huge. Everyone ordered that thing. Well, the yeah. way they did it too, which was you could rent it was you could rent it for nineteen ninety nine, or you could buy it for twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Which that model to me is brilliant because they probably made a ton of money off of it. Yeah, 
And yep. for people who wanted to see it, $25 to even just buy the thing is a lot cheaper than bringing your whole family to the movies. But like, how much money are you saving as a movie production company by not having to make copies of film or digital, whatever, however they distribute it nowadays? Yeah, right. To, to get it to the oh, theaters. Huge. You know what I mean? You're saving your and overhead. And then you don't have to split the money with the theater. Because right. you have to well, split the, the money with the, the theater. The theater doesn't make much up it anyway, from what I understand, right? They make the candy and the they make the concessions. It's really Yeah, but thing. I mean, they get a percentage, so they get something. They do get something, like like the big ones, like Regal, AMC. Yeah. And then um, you don't have to go through distributors, who get a, t- a shit ton also. Oh, you yeah. know, you do it all through whatever your company you use to do the streaming. Well, this is short term we're talking to, and you drag the timeline out long enough, and you'll absolutely everything, including us, um, <laughs> every every single one of us. You know, like <laughs> we'll probably live to see that. I'm sure. Someday it'll you know. be like Wally. We're all sitting in a chair and just. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody around. realizes how close, um, you know, artificial intelligence and things like that actually is. Um, we're sitting right on the edge of a lot of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to put lawyers and accountants out of out of work too, and all kinds of things. Um, so you know, pretty soon we got scanned up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there's actually a really bizarre movie. I might have mentioned it in a past podcast, but there's a really bizarre movie. Um, it stars Robin Wright. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it stars Robin Wright, and basically the first half of the movie is she's playing a version of Robin Wright, a fictional version of Robin Wright that's lost all her money. And in order to, uh, she had The Princess Bride, and she had like those movies, and then she stopped making movies because no one wanted to work with her anymore. So she sells her likeness to a computer industry that, um, and basically you find out that all these actors are doing that. They can't ever act again. They're selling their likeness. And then the second half of the movie is this whole virtual world that they create where everyone is kind of sucked in and kind of living inside their mind. That's like The Matrix, but for narcissists. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie loves The Princess Bride. That's right. <laughs> Wrong. Jamie adores <laughs> The Princess Bride. Incorrect. Wrong. <laughs> God, that blew my mind last week when you said that. Ugh. The, the Louis Frags. <laughs> well, that one right mm. there, that 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 question turned the game around right there. I can't believe I got that one wrong. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's inconceivable. Before we head out, I do I do want to hit this. We we have during the day today. Have broken 700 downloads of F that noise. 700 downloads of F that noise as of today. Oh, right. Really? So, yeah. Yes. Nice. So, uh, creeping closer and closer. So, if you are. I was just doing this to pleasure myself. Wow, we could tell. That's why. There's a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands. That's, but that's why the smiles ended 45 minutes ago. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> so if you're listening to this, please like and rate and subscribe no matter where you are listening to this. It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find quality podcasts. 
It is f that noise. So with that, you know, just just go ahead and touch yourself too. Yeah, right, right, right. We won't judge. We will not judge. We won't look. I but we we will we will judge. Well, we'll judge the technique. We'll judge the technique, not the morality. Wash your hands. <laughs> yes. Wash your hands. Stay the fuck home. Nobody wants your ass anywhere anyway. This has been episode 22 of F That Noise. We shall see you on the flip side. That's pretty much it. Son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Why? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>